Welcome to the Land Department Podcast. The state of land and energy as we see it. Fellas, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Brent, you look like you're in season. Uh, the, the, the spirit is bright. I'm ready to go. The spirit is bright. It's good. We were working on the Dudley Christmas cards today. That There should be some good uh, humor in those for you guys. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, what's everybody doing for the holidays? It's going to be hard to top last year's Christmas card. I got to say that was a 20-year a high for Dudley Land. <laughs> <laughs> the feedback was mixed, yeah, we, we, but that's what we wanted. <laughs> yeah, we, we liked them. Yeah, <laughs> We liked them. Our, our managers hated them because they looked like various elves. <laughs> Being whipped from above. <laughs> Clients were asking if it was a mistake that it was sent out. That's that's that was the consensus. <laughs> I don't know if you can't have fun while be doing it, right? That's right. Exactly. What's uh what are what are Christmas plans for everybody? Anybody doing anything fun? Well, my Christmas is usually involved some miscellaneous assortment of due diligence. So <laughs> it's a sign of a healthy industry, and that's what we'll be doing down here in Houston. <laughs> that's a good point you brought that up to me earlier last week brent sign of a healthy industry why don't you share a little bit about that i don't know i mean looking back over the years on you know the the the, the downturns that we've had you know 2015 16 uh you know 2019 um every year that we haven't had a big heavy due diligence uh, workload in november december within months prices have collapsed and we go into these, you know, kind of downturns that take a year to come out. And, and, uh, I don't know if it means anything or purely coincidence, but it has happened two or three times in my career with Dudley. Um, I don't think we're going to crash because we have plenty of due diligence going on. Mark my words. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. Yeah. What else, what else we have going on for Christmas guys? Just time with family. Um, I'm going to try to take some time. Um, me and my family, we're going to go down to the Gaylord, Texas and Dallas, uh, for three days right before Christmas, uh, spend some time there and then, uh, got some family coming up to OKC. So it should be a good time. Um, there's no due diligence going on in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma. So I don't have to worry about that. Shout out to anybody who needs some. That's right. <laughs> I will cancel my trip. <laughs> Family will understand. That's right. Mm -hmm. It's also Christmas party season, you know, for all of our offices and and uh, everything. We do that. We've got Christmas dinners with employees, and there's a lot of cookies going to be delivered, and, and a lot of people, uh, you know, we're going to try to go to offices and see our clients and give them a little something and catch up. Uh, I think it's fun and important. And so we'll be doing that down here with, with our offices. I know Brandon and Steve as well with their people. Yeah. Yeah. I got a Christmas party after this tonight um, that I'm going to. And then got another one Friday. Had one on Monday. Got another one Sunday. Got another one the next Monday. It's that time of so year. So, Brandon, you're not working, is what you're talking Oh, those about. are all at night. No, I'm not seeing my family. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. So. And they're and they're happy. Yeah, they're <laughs> they don't like me anyway. No, they just have to tolerate us generally. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, we're reaching the end of the year. We want to do a recap with this episode, cover 
a few things about Dudley as a company, about the industry as a whole uh, for recap and also for predictions. So let's jump into that. What are some of the highlights for Dudley? We've, Steve, you were giving us some stats before this. What has the year been like for Dudley? Dudley's had a good year. Um, if you can see Brent, he's in one of our new offices down in Katy. Popping bottles. Is this a cocktail hour? This is a cocktail hour podcast. Huh? <laughs> it, it is cocktail mm-hmm. hour. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. Well, make sure. We uh, we're opening an up up an office in Indianapolis, January first of twenty three. Um, bunch of new clients, new uh, new sectors of the energy world. I think we had one hundred and five or so clients that we build two and twenty two through today. Um, been able to add landmen as hard as that's been, which is good, and keep keep good ones. Um, had a new Rockies manager and Brian Frankie. We added a utilities division with Jonathan Lochner and Jennifer Resnick. Uh, looking at, at nothing but hopeful growth in twenty three. Yeah. Keep riding this wave. It's great. Yeah. 22 has been great. And you kind of look back at, you know, over the years, over a period of time, you know, what was going on in the land world and gosh, a lot's happened for landmen, you know, particularly in the field space, you know, independent landmen in the last 12 months, I mean, we're doing projects and working in spaces. We're doing land work, you know, the work's the same, but we're doing it for different people. And yeah, I think 22 is marked with, you know, the, the, the renewable space, obviously all the work that landmen are doing in, in the wind and solar uh, arenas and gosh, for us, you know, Steve mentioned, we, I think we broke a hundred clients this year. Um, a good chunk of those are, are clients that weren't our clients a year ago or two years ago. And that's great. And, and, um, and that's a testament to, you know, all our managers and what they do and, and what we've tried to do with our business and what other landmen have done is to, to promote the land profession and what landmen can do and who they can help. And we really started to see more uh, acceptance of landmen and understanding of how landmen can contribute to the various uh, energy spaces and industries, you know, the, the wind, the, the solar, the, even the tidal companies, um, battery storage projects, EV charging, all the CCS stuff that's been huge for a lot of landmen along the Gulf Coast and mid, upper Midwest in particular. So, you know, looking back, I think this will be the year that we all figured out, you know, or learned where else we can apply our skills. And uh, it's a great thing. I mean, for a field land man, the more experience you have and the more diverse you can be, the better. Yeah. And let's all let's all do a cheers to uh, COVID being in the rearview mirror. COVID, oh, he was a good <clears throat> man. Uh, he's, we're going to miss him. <laughs> I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> The flu's back, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. man. oh my goodness! <laughs> it is like I mean, have sicknesses not just been through the roof for everyone? Like in everything besides COVID? Yeah, Lord, no, it's been. Yeah, you got RSV and the flu now, and it's all back. It disappeared I, for a couple of years. Yeah. We went to the. My son was sick, and I, I was, he's at the doctor today. And I asked my wife, "See if they've got monoclonal antibodies for the flu," because <laughs> I know that stuff worked. Get a bunch of extra ones too. Can we get a few of those for the freezer? Give me a couple of jars of that. Goodness. Yeah. Cheers to that for, for that being done. Brandon, you were talking about some trends that you saw throughout the year in the industry just for, you know, M&A was a big one. Why don't you share a little bit on yeah, that? Yeah. You know, I was looking back a couple of days ago and just thinking about the year, 
first, you know, landmen and and in the beginning of the year, we we're like, where are they? You know, they they really made a resurgence on coming back into the industry. It's still not quite where it was uh, pre-COVID, but you've seen a real good trend of landmen, good landmen coming back to work. Uh, and we've been happy to be able to get them and get them working and keep them working. Um, on the MMA, M&A side, I mean, you've seen a trend of very, you know, I wouldn't say very light activity, but light activity in the beginning of the year. And it's really, I mean, through June, June was kind of the, the big month. Uh, I believe there were, oh, I think it was something like $16 billion or something just in June and, and, and U.S. MMA activity. And then uh, if you look at the year over year, it was around 42% uh, from, you know, October to October of the past year to, and then up from October to October the previous, you know, and um, that just shows you a good trend of activity and, and people um, looking forward. Um, they're making those acquisitions because they think they're going to be profitable in the future. So um, that's a good trend to look at. And I, I kind of keep an eye on the M&A uh, a little bit, the A&D side, uh, just to kind of get our trends for, for going forward. So um, it, it looks good right now. Yeah, it's kind of with respect to that, any of the A&D, the, the transaction market, it's, there's always a separation, right? And there was a separation of what buyers were willing to pay and what sellers thought their asset was worth. We kind of hit a little happy spot there mid-year where deals started happening. Um, and uh, and so that was good. And, and we're kind of, gosh, it was the last 18 months have been really heavy for us on the, on the diligence side of things. And we're still seeing some of that go through the end of the year. What will it do next year? I don't know. Um, you know, people's hedges start rolling off. The economics change for a lot of people, uh, particularly in the gas space next year. Um, so if we can keep a, a healthy, healthy gas price, although that's, that's, that's uh, changing as of today with, with oil and gas prices dropping. But I think everybody feels relatively confident in the long-term stability of, of the pricing environment. So uh, we're hoping that, that that leads to just steady consistent work for, for people and, and steady and consistent operations and, and investment in the, in the industry. You know, we, we mentioned COVID earlier, but in all reality, we, we didn't know what 2022 would look like. There were still a lot of question marks when we started the year and we overcame quite a bit of challenges. Some of those challenges still haven't been overcome. Let's kind of highlight some of those challenges that we incurred throughout the year. I know obviously remote work in some capacity had a, had a role in that hiring had its own uh, challenges, shortage of landmen. We had the war in Ukraine with some effect in the energy market as well. What are some of the biggest challenges as a recap for this year for you guys? Steve, you go. Is that because he's a pessimist? He's, he just thinks about all the challenges? <laughs> I would, I would say definitely the, uh, the labor force has been a large issue, especially up in my area of the world. Um, but back to the point of new opportunities for landmen, these folks, you know, are marketing themselves a little differently now. So they, they see opportunities in different markets, uh, different areas of the energy sector where they can go and make more money. So to be able to maintain good folks, we need, we need better, um, more ammunition, if you will. So, um, 
finding and training and maintaining, I think the, the workforce has been our biggest stress point. Yeah, I think that's that's a great point. Um, you know, the pay on the utilities and renewable side, those guys, you know, they're, the, the pay for land agents and what they're willing to do for good land agents is so much greater than what the oil and gas industry is doing right now. And, and I think you're going to see a trend of that maybe not hit today, but six months from now, eight months from now, um, it's going to get tough on oil and gas projects because these, the green spaces, uh, they're going hard. They're rowing that boat fast and they're willing, they're willing to get it done today and get with good land agents. So the trend's headed that way. Yeah. And, you know, day rates are always, and we're talking about day rates, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's a big part of, of decisions we need to make and things that we need to stay on top of. And we've got a good feel for it because we're always hiring people and trying to retain people and stuff. And it's, it's more thing that you see when you look at the broader land space, um, within a bubble, you know, within a project that's been going on for a long time with an established crew, you know, maybe you don't see, uh, those outside factors on, on compensation coming into play. But whenever uh, someone calls us and says, Hey, I need new people. I need some people in this place. Well, you've got to go to the market and you've got to find land and you've got to find people who are qualified and, and available or interested in doing something different. And, and that's when you start to see those, those forces where it's like, gosh, I'm having to, you know, to get this person, I've got to pay $50 more or $75 more than I had to a year ago for that same experience. And, and so that's the biggest thing. It's always the balance. It's a su- supply and demand thing it's in its simplest form. Um, and over time that corrects itself. And, and ultimately, um, if, if we've got people on an existing job and, and they've been working for a year on that project and they get opportunities and the phone keeps ringing, you know, people trying to hire them, well, then they, they're going to convey that to us. And, and those are the conversations that we're, we're starting to get to and having to have with our, you know, our oil and gas clients or our established utility clients is, hey, guys, the, the market is pushing me here and I need to retain these people. They're valuable to not only your project, but to our company and to, and to what we do in our business. So we need to we need to have an honest conversation about, you know, rates. I need to be able to pay this person that that cost has to be passed on. Um, it's a difficult conversation. And again, it's it's hard sometimes within a bubble to see the need. Well, you know, these people have been on my job. I've provided them steady long-term work. And that's very much a thing. And and but it's when you're talking about the outside world and the land space in general and the demand for landmen, you know, you got to push that in and, and really try to articulate what we're seeing in the market. Um, so it's a challenge and Steve in the Northeast has experienced it probably just looking at our company globally more than any other office, uh, because there's, there's been steady work and, and, but a lot of landmen got out the business, uh, over the last couple of years. Um, we're seeing the same things with staffing, you know, like, like Brandon mentioned, people are coming back, which is great, especially down here. We're starting to see it. I'm, I'm hiring a, a landman now, um, she reached out to me. She's got 15 years of land experience, but she's been doing real estate for four years. Um, so unfortunately the downturn in the real estate market, um, 
unfortunately for the real estate market, but fortunate for us, start to bring some of these landmen back into the into the fold for us, and we're happy to grab them. And just tickled to get anybody with 10, 15 years of good experience. Um, that's a plus in today's market. So yeah. we're seeing the same trends down here in Texas as well. Yeah, I think it's a good transition for us to talk about 2023 a little bit and what we're hoping for. We've talked about a busy due diligence at here at the end of the year and how that is likely probably going to lead to a, a healthy, strong year in 2023. But we were just talking beforehand about how oil is at 72 right now, $72 and natural gas is at 581. So what are some of the predictions that we have for, for 2023? What are we thinking? Uh, cause it's, it's definitely been an up and down year of 2022. Yeah, I mean, here we are just before Christmas, and a month ago, oil was at $93. Um, so uh, that isn't so great, but, um, you know, it, it's it's hard to tell what's going in the market sometimes. It's hard to tell what's going on overseas. It's hard to tell, um, you know, why uh, there's so many factors that affect oil and gas prices. Uh, great that gas is at 581 though i mean we've sustained over five dollars in mcf for how long now year year and a half yeah it's um, been the longest run that i've seen in a long long time a long time and that that is great for the market it's great for the forecast in 2023 uh it's given people a lot more confidence uh moving forward yeah it's good for me we've always said Good, a good, healthy natural gas price is great for the land community. I mean, it just opens up so much, provides so much opportunity for landmen and, and parts of the world that maybe weren't able to stay busy, you know, in a, in a depressed gas market. In 2022, we were seeing probably one to two new contacts, new, new potential clients coming through the door on a weekly basis. Um, I, I don't think 23 is going to be much different than that. I see us doing a much larger outreach to those groups, uh, especially now that we have the utility division and they're kind of intertwined together. Uh, I see the consolidation of these groups probably 24, 25 later down the road. So I think the more exposure we can get to the, the mass of companies, the better as they uh, do that consolidation later on down the road and, know and have worked with Dudley Land Company. So another thing, you know, as far as Dudley goes, we talked a little bit about what we think for the industry. What are we predicting for Dudley? Uh, and then we can kind of talk about what we're hoping to do with the podcast as well. But Brent, what, what are you hoping for 2023 for Dudley? Yeah, I mean, Steve's point, it's it's um, continued growth in, in some of the, the other spaces that we can put a landman to work in. You know, I mean, we're we're an oil and gas service company, right? That's not going to change. And and um, our big goal for 2023 is, is to continue to grow the contractor base. Um, we're having a lot of discussions right now about training and serious discussions about bringing in new people. Recruitment um, to the industry is going to be huge. I, I don't I don't think there um, are just a big reserve of good qualified landmen out there. So. We're ready and really excited about the opportunity to, to maybe bring in a fresh crop of landmen and bring in some new people into the space. And to do that for us, we need stability. You know, we need consistent work in different places. And so uh, a big continued effort is obviously working to satisfy the needs of our, you know, 
historic oil and gas client base, but trying to expand our network of, of clients to be able to provide training opportunities for new landmen, new people in the space. Uh, so that's a big focus of mine. You know, I, I want to hopefully next year I hire the next Brandon Ward, you know, or, or Steve Carr for our organization. That, that'd be huge. You know, someone who could be with us 15 years from now and hopefully be, you know, hosting the Landman podcast, the Land Department podcast or whatever. Um, so that's big for us. Continuing to grow our utility division is a big deal. That's part of it. Uh, we, again, we've hit on a couple of great hires, but we think there's tremendous opportunity in that space in general um, with infrastructure on, on electric transmission. At some point, the midstream space is going to come back. We're starting to see a lot of that. A lot of the bigger you know, service providers in the right-of-way world are, are posting a lot of jobs right now. We're starting to kick off some of those projects as well. So, you know, we see that continue to continue to be a thing um, as as, you know, the, some of the big natural gas plays come and, and, you know, there there needs to be an increased takeaway capacity. So really excited for that. That's a big thing for us. As far as the podcast goes, I'm kind of tickled about it. You know, we talk shop all the time. Right. We all do as landmen. Hopefully anybody's listening to this can relate to it. You know, you're. The greatest thing about being a landman is you, you're always networking. You're always talking to different people and working with different people. And um, I'm excited for the opportunity to to have some guests on the podcast to talk about unique projects. And I'm talking people from the industry, the industry partners, whether it's a surveying company or a law firm or any and even clients. I, I'm really excited. We've got 18, 20 years of experience here on this podcast. Um and, and clients that we work for and projects that we've done in the past that we can talk to our clients and, and, you know, just talk about a job we did, talk about a type of project, talk about something unique that their company is doing um, and, and really learn and try to really get to the core of, of you know, the thinking behind certain jobs and, and what worked and what didn't on a given project and, and maybe try to look back to some of the jobs we've done and, and really talk about them. And hopefully that'll contribute to the community. Um, with with maybe learning from some of the successes and failures that that we've all had and been exposed to in different types of projects, so that's what I'm tickled about. I really think it'd be a good addition to the podcast, and I'm really looking forward to it. What was it, Khalil? We had 30 or 40 names on the list. We got a pretty strong list right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you're out there and you get a call from us, you can't say no. <laughs> <laughs> And if you're listening and want to be on that list, let us know. That's right. Come on. Love to have you. Or if there's a topic, if you got a topic that you want to want us to cover, like how to keep your head nice and shaved, Brent will cover, me and Brent can go all day on that. Today's resident expert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hey, man, maybe we can start getting some sponsorship dollars in to pay for my razor yeah. bill. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. exactly. And we'll take a break for Southern Tier Spiked Cocktails. <laughs> I, I can't wait for dollar shave club to call you up <laughs> hey, i'll take i'll take every penny boss steve i've never seen someone i've never seen someone drink a transfusion when they're not on a golf course so this is like new territory for me <laughs> it's i mean literally it is really? it is a uh, breakfast in a can it's fantastic oh god breakfast. it has juice i mean it's he a great little you know, Steve drops an airborne in there. He'll just drop a little airborne in there. It's all, and so he's getting all his vitamins and having a good time. Don't make fun. I have a, 
I have a buddy. I'm, I'm sure he's not listening, but if he is, you'll know who this is. There's a good chance. He's not <laughs> he drinks. He drinks Pedialyte and vodka in the morning, thinking that it will help both sides. I'm like no, 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 no. It's not how it works, unfortunately. Probably not. No, no. Man, well. I think there's a lot to be look, looking a lot to be looking forward to in 23. Uh, it's going to be a great year, and we'll have great Christmas parties at all the offices with all the clients. Um, any wishes that we we want to send out to clients as they wrap up the year? Better get that budget right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's it's um, gosh, we've all we're we're a community, right, of landmen and. Uh, it's been nice to to have some stability this year and have some optimism. And so, you know, you kind of think about being thankful for some stability and uh, we can all appreciate, appreciate that the land community. So that's, that's the greatest thing this time of the year is to, to, you know, we're doing Christmas cards. We're looking at lists. We're reflecting back on who are our clients, who supported our company and, and all brokerages are doing the same and, and clients are doing the same. You know, it's a great time to reflect. That's the coolest thing about the holidays. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's really been nice to have some stability and see people not so stressed through these yeah. times. It's, yeah. uh, I, came, I can remember years and years and years where, like, we'd have our Christmas party and all our contracts just thought it was the last supper because they were psyched. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dudley's here. We're having a Christmas party. They got a barbecue this time. We're all fired. Who's getting <laughs> let go tomorrow? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, or those years that you're not invited to any Christmas parties because nobody's having them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, this has been a pretty good year. You can judge a lot off of what 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 you're being invited to sometimes. So, yeah, good year. Yeah, it's a great reminder that it's a privilege to work and have the opportunity to work, and we're we're super thankful for that and for the industry to be trending in a good direction. So amen. Yes, sir. It's uh it's been a great uh cocktail hour with you guys. Good great excuse to to crack one open for the middle of the day. And uh yeah, I hope that you guys have a wonderful Christmas. Happy New Year to you and to all our listeners as well. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Cheers boys. Thanks for listening to the land department. Check out our website in the show notes or visit dudley-land.com to learn more about us.